I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are making an intentional choice to not just make Easter a one-day celebration that's mostly about a fancy dress and chocolate-filled bunnies, but to make it about knowing the one we are celebrating that day, Jesus. Over the next seven weeks, we will slow down the final days of Jesus' life. We will take a peek into each of these moments so that we can know Him better. I want to teach you some common Lent practices, Bible study, fasting, Lent candles, repentance, and prayer. I will guide you through implementing each of these. Help me spread the message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know all of us struggle with how to really focus on Jesus during Easter. And it's crazy because this should be the holiday we go all in for. But I get it, we've never been shown how. My friend, that all changes with this study. We are going to do this together. This Lent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. I would love for you to join our community as we are growing even more in God's Word. And I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This will be automatically applied when you sign up today. This spring, we are studying the book of James, which is the perfect complement to this final day's Lent study, because it was one of the very first letters written to the first followers of Jesus. So as you are studying the final days of Jesus' life, you will see how the first followers lived it out. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's get started with today's session. Light brings freedom. Praise God, repent of sins, ask for others and yourself, yield to God, then wait and listen. The Pharisees, the religious elite, frequently questioned Jesus. They wanted to trap him. They wanted to stop him. It seems that they felt equally outraged and threatened by Jesus. Read John 1, 1 1-18 and write out verse 5. John 1, 1 1-18 In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that had been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was who was coming to the, into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning Him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because He was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, 
who is himself God and is the closest relationship with the Father, has made himself known. And you were asked to write down verse 5. Verse 5 says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The Pharisees weren't entirely unjustified in their confusion. They did they just didn't know. They weren't ready to believe. Hindsight is 2020, isn't it? Question. Have you ever been at a total loss for what God could be doing? I could go on for hours answering that question. God and I have such different ideas for how things should go. Blow out one candle. You should have four left lit. Question, what does John 1, 12 say could happen for us? Question, how would you define, quote, receive him and believe in his name? Question, have you received him? Do you believe in his name? Share how this happened for you. The whole process of coming to receive and believe is truly unbelievable. It's hard to even share about it. If you don't believe, it sounds like pure foolishness. Jesus and choosing to follow him makes absolutely zero sense. It just doesn't. A few years ago, I became a a few years after I became a Christian, I entered a huge season of doubt. I stopped going to church. I stopped reading the Bible. I stopped praying. I stopped. Instead, I explored every other religion out there. I wanted to find out what was true. As I moved further and further from the light and into darkness, one thing haunted me, what Jesus had done in me. I couldn't escape what his presence in my life had accomplished in me. Read again John 1.18 and also John 14.6-7 and write out what they say about knowing God. John 1.18 no one has ever seen God, but the one but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. John fourteen, six through seven. Jesus answered, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on you do know him and have seen him. Here's the truth. You won't ever know that you know that you know God is true. Not anymore that you will know that you know that you know that the man you stand across from on your wedding day will forever be faithful to you and the vows he speaks to you. Faith is hard. God knew that and sent us Jesus. I know that sounds like a Sunday school answer and I'm sorry for that, but it is true. Our crazy, gracious Father saw our need to know Him and sent Jesus. Question. Since we can't see Jesus physically, how do we still get to experience Him? The more we know Jesus, the more we will know our Father. We are 2,000 plus years too late to physically see Christ, but He has given us His Word. We get to know him, light of the world, every time we open his word. We don't have to be in darkness any longer. His word is our flashlight. That sounds so cheesy, but I mean it. We know him by knowing his word, learning who he is and following the ways he has set for us to walk. We find him along the way. His spirit, our helper, will guide us too. His light is free and always available. Question, 
Do things still feel dark for you? It's okay to say yes. Question, how is your time in the word? How often do you study or meditate on it? The scriptures you have before you right now, not this book, but the other really big book book next to it are your light. They are how you will know God. Put it before you all throughout the day, not just this time of study. Wrap up today by reading Joshua 1, 5-9 and write out what you learn about God and His Word. Joshua 1, 5-9 No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give to them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. My friend, I leave you with the same charge. Do not turn from it. The word of God to the right hand or to the left that you may have good success wherever you go. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This is truth, friend. Keep underlining and crossing out until you believe it every smidge more today than you did yesterday. My prayer for you is that you would feel like you know Jesus more as we work our way through his final days. His story is the reason we celebrate on Easter Sunday, because it's the thing that has totally changed our lives. I so hope this was encouraging to you. If it was, it would be so helpful if you would leave a review for this show. If it wasn't, well, you don't have to leave a review. Finally, please share this with your friends. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free and super easy to do Lent study. And when you share about it on social media, be sure to use hashtag hearers and doers podcast and tag me at Becky Kaiser. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. I'll see you tomorrow with another final day's episode.